0: Section 7 of Buff, a Collie, and Other Dog Stories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Buff, a Collie, and Other Dog Stories by Albert Payson Terhune. Buff, a Collie The End of the Trail, Part 1 ruth hammerton hurried into her father's study on her return from the post office whither she had fared for the evening mail her dark face was aglow with a color that had been foreign to it for many a long week a color that softened and mellowed the new lines of leanness and of sorrow in cheek and brow her eyes were alight with nervous eagerness Mr. Hamilton looked up in surprise from a heap of papers on his desk as his daughter burst so unceremoniously in upon him a month earlier He had been appointed local justice of the peace His new duties still call for much night work in the way of study and preparation for the next day's court duties So it was with a slight frown that he greeted this sudden interruption of his labors I've just come from the post office began Ruth eagerly as i was coming out two men almost bumped into me i looked back as they slouched into the store and sat down by the stove they had a huge bulldog at their heels i heard one of the loafers there hail him by name they were con hegan and billy gates a boy told me they had come back to boone lake to-day he said it was their first visit here since they got out of prison he shaw fumed hammerton so those two crooks are back here, are they? That means more lawlessness. Just as I was congratulating myself that it was becoming a law-abiding and decent community at last, I wish- You don't understand, broke in the girl. You don't see what I mean. You don't get the significance of it. And yet I've been all over it with you so often, I- Over what? demanded Hammerton, nettled by her air of excited mystery. Please explain what you're driving at. I'm tremendously busy tonight and Michael Trent was the means of Hegan and Gates going to prison she hurried on They swore they would get him for it. We have proof of that the very night after they were set free Michael disappeared and now they're back here again after four months don't you see I See you're trying to lure me into that same endless old argument again returned Hammerton with a glance of regret at his piled-up work, but really I can't see why these two jailbirds appearance in town tonight should have flustered you so There was no foul play connected with Trent's disappearance. I've explained that to you over and over again Calvin Greer called him up on the telephone that evening Trent told Calvin he was sick of Boone Lake and that he was starting off on a long motor tour up country He said if he liked it up there he'd settle somewhere in the north counties and never come back next day he and his automobile were gone where is the mystery where she repeated miserably why Everywhere the whole thing is a mystery in the first place I rode over to see Calvin Greer at his stock farm He had never met Michael till that day, and he wasn't at all familiar with Michael's voice But he told me it sounded rougher and hoarser over the phone than when he talked to him face to face And he that's no proof many people's voices sound altogether different over the phone or trent may have had a cold there's no mystery about it i tell you most assuredly there's nothing to connect hegan and gates with the affair as to you knew michael she went on you knew him well and you liked him tell me was he the sort of a man to go away like that and not have the courtesy to say goodbye to us was he he stopped here he and buff you remember on his way home from the market square that evening he sat and chatted with us for half an hour or so he didn't say a word about going away instead he arranged to go horseback riding with me the next day yet less than half an hour later apparently he tells calvin greer he's leaving boone lake perhaps forever is that men do queer things said hammerton turning back to his papers I can't agree with you that there's any mystery about it daughter certainly no mystery that would justify the law in suspecting You know what care he took of his livestock pursued Ruth is it likely Is it possible that he would have left his sheep and cattle to starve his cows Unmilked and his horses with empty mangers Would he have gone away like that of his own accord and let all his livestock starve to death? For they would have starved to death out there on that solitary farm if you and I hadn't gone to get them and bring them here Well, that's the only part of the whole thing that I can't understand Ascended Hammerton he treated his livestock as other people treat their pets It wasn't like him to leave them to starve out there They might have gone hungry till they died before any neighbor would have been likely to happen in and find them Even if he hadn't been so fond of them it doesn't make sense for a man to leave such valuable property to die of neglect to say nothing of the ruin of his year's crops through his absence why if you hadn't wheedled me into having his crops looked after the year would have been a total loss to his farm as it is then she declared triumphantly since you admit he wouldn't have done such a thing of his own accord i don't admit it i only say i can't understand it but it happened we have proof of that he went away in his car, and he took buff along with him If he had left buff there I could have seen perhaps where the mystery came in for he and that collie were chums But he took buff with him and he took along everything of portable value in his house, too No, that doesn't look like foul play he did it deliberately Whatever his motive may have been took along his dog and his valuables and drove away in his own car the car couldn't have been stolen either for he told Greer over the phone if it was Michael who told We don't know his motive summed up Hammerton, but we do know he went of his own accord There's ample proof of that as for connecting gates and hegan with he did not go of his own accord announced the girl Deathly white her eyes ablaze as she towered over her wondering father And I have every reason to know he didn't I don't want to tell you why I know it But I must if I want you to get the truth out of those two assassins I know Michael Trent did not leave here of his own accord I know it because he loved me a man doesn't run away like that from what shouted Hammerton in astonishment He you say he I say he loved me Reiterated the girl her sweet voice held steady by a great effort and no man will go away Willingly from a woman he loves as Michael loved me Most of all, he won't go away and fail to send any kind of word You never told me accused her father indignantly you never Michael never told me she retorted then how? He never told me in so many words she went on yet. I knew it a woman always knows He loved me and he was waiting until he could put his farm on a better paying basis before he told me of it now Perhaps you'll believe me when I say he'd never have gone away like that unless he had been kidnapped or killed Long and silently Hammerton stared at his daughter Dazed by the revelation and then he said hesitantly if I'd known if you had told me But but now that you do know she persisted you'll get the truth from Hegan and gates You'll start the machinery of the law to working and dear he said gently There's nothing I can do there is no shadow of proof that either of those men was concerned in as you choose she exclaimed Turning to leave the room since you won't interrogate them I am going to I'm going back to the post office to find them if they aren't there I'm going to find out where they live and go are you crazy stormed Hammerton jumping up to bar her way You surely can't mean to do an insane thing like that. I won't permit it then interrogate them yourself as a magistrate of this county she bade him because if you don't do it i shall if it is insane let it be insane in these past months i've had enough to drive a wiser woman insane i love michael trent i love him i tell you and if he's on earth i shall find him now that i have a clue hamerton stared wonderingly down upon his wontedly placid daughter Then he caught her into his arms and held her close to his heart for a moment Releasing her he crossed to the telephone and called up Roy Sanders the Boone Lake chief of police Sanders he queried then judge Hammerton speaking Hegan and gates are in town again. I want to talk with them You'll find them at the post office Will you bring them up here to my study as soon as you can please no there's no warrant out for them? But I don't think they'll be fools enough to refuse to come here. Thanks He set down the telephone and passed his arm again around the girl Ruth her self-control giving away wept convulsively on his breast There there Hammerton murmured try to get hold of yourself darling They'll be here in a few minutes and our one chance is to keep cool I I haven't had much faith in our success with them It's only fair to tell you that Ruth and I've no legal right to question them at all I'm doing it to save you from doing it try to be brave if nothing comes of our talk with them Airily not to say jauntily Conhegan and Billy gates strolled up the village street and into the high road leading to the Hamerton place To one side of the unconcerned pair strode Sanders the truculent but puzzled chief of police the men had grinned mirthfully at Sanders command that they accompany him to the magistrates home they had complied without a single demur and they lightened the tedium of the walk by guying the pompous police chief in a way that reduced him to sullen homicidal yearnings marshalled by sanders they lounged through the doorway in the wake of a servant and were ushered into hammerton's study at the extreme rear of the house they found hammerton seated at his desk looking very magisterial indeed at a far end of the room her face in the shadows sat ruth here they are your honor proclaimed the chief of police ranging his two grinning charges side by side in front of the desk yep cheerfully assented hegan here we are judge we was planning to bolt but this vigilant chief kind of overawed us we was afraid he might cry if we stood him on his head and lit out or supplemented gates he maybe have hit one of us a cruel slap on the wrist as we run past him or he might go to where we live and bust one of our umbrellas to punish us. So we stuck. The judge looks pretty near as terrifying as the chief, confided Hegan to his companion in a loud whisper, and shaking with simulated awe. Most likely he keeps an electric chair in his kitchen. We'd best be polite to him. Hammerton checked an angry forward movement on the part of Sanders and addressed the grinning prisoners. I have no legal right to enforce replies to the questions. I'm going to ask you he said quietly But it's only fair to tell you what rights I do possess It is within my jurisdiction to commit you both here and now for vagrancy Since you have no visible means of support in this village and before the 30-day vagrancy term can expire There'll be some new charge so to avoid these annoyances i advise you to wipe those grins off your faces and to drop the attempt to insult anyone here and to answer the questions i shall put to you otherwise you will leave here with handcuffs on and will proceed to the lock-up thence to come before me in the morning on a vagrancy charge the men looked at each other uncertainly gates seemed to be measuring the distance to the study door unobtrusively Hamerton took a pistol from the drawer of his desk and laid it in his lap instantly the two men stiffened and lost their jauntily insolent manner there's no call to threaten us judge said hegan nervously we're glad to answer any questions you care to spring on us as for vagrancy well we're no vags we just got home today, and of course we haven't had time to look round us for any steady work yet but you were let out of logan prison on the twenty sixth of last july Interposed Hammerton. Where did you go from there? I mean as soon as you were let out We went straight to Patterson returned Hegan. We got out of Logan at 10 in the morning of the 26th We took the noon train to Patterson We got work there and we stayed on the job till yesterday when the works shut down for the winter Then we come back here You haven't been here since you were sent to prison not till we got here this morning from Patterson. No judge hmm You were not here on the 27th of July you are certain of that Certain sure judge declared gates We wouldn't be likely to forget if we had this is our hometown We was kind of ashamed to come back right off after they turned us loose from the hoose So we you've not been in or near Boone Lake since you were released from prison until today Insisted Hamilton no your honor we ain't and we can prove it we went straight to patterson and there we then spoke up ruth coming forward how did two reputable witnesses happen to see you at mr michael trent's farm late in the afternoon of july twenty seventh hegan gulped gates however answered suavely flash your witnesses on us ma'am if they seen us here or in this county that day they sure got good eyes they yep supplemented hegan who's your witnesses who are they Hamerton and Sanders were looking at the troubled girl in surprise. With true feminine quibble for truth, she had put the statement in the form of a query in speaking of the witnesses whose identity she had just invented. The failure of her ruse distressed her keenly, even while the memory of Hegan's start and his scared gulp made her doubly certain she was on the right track. "'Guess you never took a course of poker-playing at school, ma'am.' Chuckled gates reading her face with all the trained skill of a true panhandler Shut up you grunted Sanders in wrath He glowered upon the suave gates who promptly turned his respectful gaze to the magistrate's face Hammerton frowning perplexedly Opened his lips for further query even while he realized the utter uselessness of trying to catch such skilled offenders by any questions he might have the wit to frame before he could speak a maid rushed wildly into the room with a manifest effort she came to a halt inside the doorway and stood as though trying to announce some guest but the guest himself entered the room close at her heels end of section seven